Hello and welcome to BizNation, your home for micro and small business help. Join us as we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. Your host, Kerry Zarb, brings you discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. So sit back and enjoy as we launch into today's episode. Welcome listeners and thanks for joining the Biz Nation podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm so glad you've found us and happy to have you here. For our regular listeners, a huge welcome back to you and I hope you're enjoying this podcast series. Now I must confess this episode was recorded via an online meeting platform as all of our podcasts are, but on this occasion we do have a few minor audio glitches and I apologise for that happening. As we all know, technology is awesome when it works well. Today, it's Adriana and myself, and we're going to talk to you about the gift of giving. Excellent. That's what we're going to talk about. Freebies, and it's about getting more leads, which is super Ah, important for your little business. It is. I completely forgot. Thanks, Adriana. How are you, by the way? I'm well, thank you. How are you, Kerry? Yeah, getting there. Clearly, my brain just had one of those moments, you know, as you do, but that's okay. So we're going to get started on this topic, and I am going to confess that Adriana knows a little bit more about this than I do. I've got little light bulb moments of information in my brain, but I'm really going to rely on Adriana to bring this one home for us because Adriana is actually doing a marketing course at the moment and she's just smashing it and loving it at the same time. So I think that's um, really going to help with today's topic and I'm certainly going to take advantage of Adriana's newfound information and, and all this wealth of knowledge that she's captured in this course. So Um, One of the things that we're going to talk about is why do we capture email addresses for our business? So what's kind of the reason behind all of this? And Adriana is going to explain that to you because she knows it firsthand. Right. So it's really just about creating your own little database. And the reason why you want a database is to be able to sell to. And you've collected this database of emails database of um, people's clients' names and maybe some specific information about where they live or um, what they like to do. And this database you can actually end up leaning on in order to convert these leads into sales for you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting stuff because if you're thinking about capturing a database um, and and putting out putting out some kind of offer if these people that you have captured already like and know you then they're more likely to just buy from you yeah it's that real trust factor isn't it it's really forming those relationships and and you know getting I, I guess quickly ahead of the the game and and building the trust between and you know like you say forming that relationship but getting them through to that that sales funnel really that's it that's yeah. it and and you know like I keep telling you Kerry it's about selling something while you're sleeping oh yeah oh, yeah I'm not <laughs> Not really into the whole sales thing, I confess. I find it all like, I, 
I know I can do it, but I'm just not natural at it. It's just not my natural thing. So another reason why this is not my natural space as well. But another thing that I read quite a bit about is there's a couple of ways you can actually go about this. And I think one of them's called farming and the other one's called hunting. Is that right? That's right. So hunting's when you um, go and like almost headhunt your lead right so think of that hunter and the gatherer so you've got the person who goes out there and um hunts for their catch kind of thing (laughs) their sale um and it's a bit like broadcasting your offer um or, or casting a net out to um your your database and crossing your fingers and hoping that some people are going to be caught some some leads will be caught at the right time in order to sell to yep like going fishing it's like going fishing yep you're hunting for some fish yep farming however is something a little bit different and you need to be doing the two at the same time all right, so you're still casting your net out, you're still hunting, but at the same time, you're putting a little bit of energy through a database that you're cultivating or nurturing with a little bit of information, a little bit of education, but most, most importantly, you're adding value to these leads. You're changing their life somehow. You're making things a little easier for them. And in turn, the like, know and trust you and will buy from you. Right. Okay. Yep. So it's like farming's when you have um, these little seedlings that you've planted, you've cultivated, you've nurtured, you've you've fertilized, you've watched them starting to sprout. They're growing, and when they're ready to buy, they'll buy. Right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So a bit of extra effort goes into the farming. Yeah. Yeah. But it's less of a cross your finger and hope type of a strategy yeah. because these people are already primed for what you offer and what you do. Yeah. So they've already shown that they're engaged with, with you and you've yep. Yep, gotcha. Okay. Um, so how do we go about this? Like how, what, what kind of thing can we put out to, people and and to our target audience to you know what is what does that look like what what do you offer someone to get their details yeah sure so anything that's um that's going to add value um educate so if you're coming from an adding value and an education type of a um, angle you're more likely to get people opting in to your free content Mm-hmm. Um, but things like infographics are really good because it simplifies things for these clients. So people love the fact that they can see it. It's, it's, they've gained clarity or they've learned something new or learned how to do something a little bit differently. If you had an e-commerce store, things like coupons or discount codes are really good ways of getting people to opt in. Um, information sheets webinars you've got people registering for all types of um educational um information Mm -hmm. um but you do need to make sure that you're making it compelling for example if you were a personal trainer you want to be revealing secrets you know people love 
um, compelling information and they love to know more than other people. So whenever you can educate them and give them more information than what the person sitting next to them will have, the more they'll value the content that you're delivering. Yeah. I could kind of, I just had a picture then of people actually like sitting around having dinner together and, and chatting about little, you know, things like that, you know, if they've gained little insights on, you know, the next exercise strategy or, or, you know, a new, a new diet that's come out or something like that. If there's any little pointers, then yeah, I could just picture people sitting around having that conversation and sharing little bits of knowledge that they've captured from these kind of spaces, really. Well, Carrie, so. it's like the old way of giving out a t-shirt or a hat or a backpack or a towel or like people get their hands on anything yeah and to give them something for free um they really value it and it it works um so at the moment i'm delivering a few different pieces of content i've got an information training that people register for i have a um a condition report so people that um, are going out to inspect properties it's like a, a big checklist yeah has a condition report of the property, things that you just don't think about asking the sales um, agents. Um, So it's really insightful for people who aren't pros at inspecting properties because they get a pro in a little checklist. Yeah. So I add value that way. Um, The other way is for investors that really like um, numbers. I've um, I've put together a really big worksheet where people get to analyse and project what that property that they're looking to invest in, what the numbers look like before they actually purchase or make an offer. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got little different ways of helping and assisting people through depending on what they're going to need. Yep, yep. And you don't want to give everything away, do you? You've got to keep it kind of short and sharp. You don't want to lose their attention because I guess you can actually give too much and it, it's overwhelming um, being point number one. But number two is you've got to keep something on your side because the point is that you're giving something for free, but there's going to be something else. There's going to be a, something to purchase or a service or, or something that you you know you want to funnel the, the people into. So it's not just about giving everything away for free and then they've got no reason to come back. So you've got to give enough to, like you say, add value, you know, share the knowledge, educate, but not everything. So it's got to almost hit a point where you've given enough so that they want more. Is that, is that how it works? Yeah. Look, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can, the one strategy is actually to overwhelm the client. So one strategy is actually to say, Hey, this is everything that I do. Now that you're overwhelmed, do you need help? Oh. Would you like me to do it for you? Oh, wow. Yeah, that is actually a strategy. Wow. Yeah. And the other strategy is that you teach them little secrets or you reveal biggest mistakes that people make and and the reasons why they're a mistake, but you don't actually um, reveal a DIY or how to do because um, then they will rely on your services and they, they trust you because you are educating in that way. They actually trust you to be able to hold their hand and take them through what it is that you do. Hmm. Okay. 
So how do we get them to this point? Like what, what's, what kind of methods do we use? Are we talking social media or is this on a website? Like what, where's the best place to put these things? Yeah, well, you know, people have been doing this for such a long time. They just didn't call it um, hunting and farming. Like, we, you know, we, it's only a relatively new um, thing, but there have been people that, out there that have known about these systems for a very, very, very long time. And if you've gone out and you've read, you know, some of the best marketing books or caption writing books, um, you will have come across a few of the famous people who have started um, to do this back in like, you know, early, early, early 1900s kind of thing. It's just, it's, yeah. So things like birthday cards, sending out birthday cards or sending out, it's just about having touch points with your clients so just a little reminder like hey i'm here hey i'm here i'm going to give you this information i'm going to just keep touching you keep touching you so that when you are ready to buy one day you'll remember who i am i'm front of mind yeah you've given some value so i'm more likely to give you a go mm. and it's actually really hard not to purchase from someone who has given you time yeah, time's such a precious commodity. Yeah, someone gives you time, it's like, well, I kind of need to give something back. We feel compelled to do so. Yeah, and I think yeah. it probably opens another can of worms, but something just popped into my mind. A lot of people in service-based businesses offer those discovery calls. So you can actually touch base with them for about half an hour and you can yeah. have a bit of a chat and, you know, start to kind of air out your problems. And, you know, it might be someone in marketing or it could be a, a business coach or something like that. And they'll actually jump on a call with you free of charge for 30 minutes. But it it forms that relationship and then they're actually giving you their time. So it's exactly what you said that, you know, you're more likely to, Oh, I need someone in marketing. Yes. I'll go back to that person that spoke to me two months ago for half an hour, as opposed to, you know, a brand new person that you've never spoken with and starting afresh. So. Yep. And that's exactly what I offer. Yeah. It's a 30 minute strategy call or yep. discovery call. Yeah, just to help people along. And I don't even mind if people after that call have the strategies written down, they've taken notes and they go and give it a crack. Just to have, you know, that that moment to be able to deliver and offer something to someone, yeah. I know will come back to me eventually anyway. Yeah. You know, if they aren't able to use me or if they're not ready to use me, they'll refer someone else on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And back to where we put these things. So yeah. Facebook, website, the, the, they're both good options, yeah? They're, yeah, yeah. They both work. The yeah. idea is to get people off of the social media third-party platforms and back to your assets. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if Instagram was to fall down, which, you know, it's probably not going anywhere, but you don't know how things happen if they innovate and something just doesn't go um, to plan or they make changes and then all of a sudden their angle isn't for businesses and they're wanting to pull back to more of a social setting. Mm. Um, you don't have control over that. So if your backbone to your business is a Facebook group, you need to get people off of that third-party platform and onto your assets somehow. So you need to collect those that database you have 
you've spent so much time cultivating it, you're farming in a Facebook group and you want to bring them into your asset. So something you control and own like mm -hmm. your website. Yeah. And once we have these people, one thing that I've always been stuck on is how much is too much to reach out to them? Like what, what, what's the rule book on, on how many times you should be touching base with, with the people that you, that you've gathered? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely weekly is the, the, the minimum that they say, um, making sure that you're touching point with them weekly, but there's some more um, engaged leads out there so those engaged leads that are opening up your every single email might want more yeah so you you do in your own websites and email campaigns these days you're able to actually split that up and give them give the people who are engaging more more content yep yep and leave the people that aren't engaging so much to their own devices because they'll come forth when they're ready yeah, and that makes a really good point because, like, we all know we all have something that we've subscribed to and we get emails from, you know, various um, businesses or people. And if it's too much and you're not ready for it, you, I reckon you're ready to put it in the bin. Like, you're yeah. even going to block that person because you've just about had enough. So, I, I guess... Before you do that, you end up disengaging. And yeah. they've got the stats for that because they're watching who's actually opening their emails and who's not yeah but as a business owner you you really need to be in tune with that you have to watch that activity in the background understand you know what's what's going on in that space because if you over engage versus even under engage or, or whatever that yeah you could really be not quite getting it right if you don't know that information and, and watch what's going on is is what I kind of understand from it being on the consumer side as as well so and I guess um, the whole purpose of it is you know we're, we're gathering their information we're giving them something of value but we want to lead them to the paid content that's that's our end goal is whether it's a service or a product or, or whatever your business is is you know working on generating your revenue that's the the lead the lead is coming through and like you said before it may not be something that's going to happen right away but it might be down down the track and yeah i guess we need to get them through to that paid content so what does that look like what do we, what do we do with that i've got a really good analogy and it's come across i've come across it in a lot of different books that i've read but basically it's like courting so it's like dating someone, right? So it's like a girl and a guy and then going out and it's like the guy sort of taps on the shoulder and goes, first date, hey, do you want to get married? Like the girl straight out is going to go, uh, hell no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it's like this little tap on the shoulder, like how about today? It's like, no. How about today? Like, no. It's like it might be three months down the track and be like, what about today? And they're like, all right, may as well give it a go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right? So it's according. You, you, if you just jump out there and offer them or sell them too soon, you're going to get a big no. Mm. But if you're just adding value and you're just saying, hey, I'm just popping into your email and thanks for opening. And by the way, like a 20% open rate is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
that's an awesome thing. And the only thing that's really getting your emails opened, those touch points opened, is really good headlines. People read the headline, they skim through a couple of bold points and they go straight to your PS little message down the bottom of your email. So it's not really what you're giving out. It's just that you're there. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And um, key takeaway for our listeners, what, what, what's the benefit of doing this? Overall, overview, summary of the whole thing, what's it all about? A couple of things. One of the things is that you own your asset. So you, you have con- complete control over what you deliver to your clients but you also have control over who who you're casting that net out to so who you're hunting um i think that's really really important because those leads are qualified they've opted into something for you you've qualified them you've nurtured them so when you do cast your nets you're likely to get really good conversion rates so with the little effort so it's like working smarter not harder Mm. The little effort that you do deliver, you get more back. I think I need to try this. I think I want to give it a go. I think you should. I think you're silly to be putting this much effort into podcasting. And um, like this, this podcast is great. It's your asset. You've got people coming on to, although you send links out to watch it, it's your own asset. So you house this on your website. You house this on um, something you own. So you get to deliver this message, mm. this offer, this message out to, to people. Yeah. So people are starting to really like, know, and trust who you are. Yeah. See, this is where I struggle though, because when it comes to the sale side of things, it's like, Oh, just, I just want to, I just want, you know, I want people to be happy. And, and well, this is the beauty of it is that you, when you're, when you're farming your leads like this, you don't have to sell. Oh, great. Excellent. Because the rapport that you're building with people, with what you're teaching them and the value that you're adding, that sells for you. Mm. You don't have to be all hard sell anymore. It's just not about that. We've, humans have, I think we've just gotten to a, another level of awareness. If, they, if we can't even sniff a bit of a sales pitch, oh, God. turn straight off. Yeah. I agree with that. I, ha- I had a few of those come through um, in in the bulk of isolation and you'd go down this little webinar rabbit hole and you'd hop into this one and you'd hop into that one. And at the end of every single one, even during and with their little pointers of what's coming at the end of this session. And as soon as they put it, they put it on the screen and they'd be like, you've got 15 minutes to sign up for this at this discounted price. And I was just like, X close i'm done i'm out of here i can't handle it like i'm not i'm not a buyer like that so maybe that's why i'm not a a salesperson like that but but hey if they said something like um i'm giving away 10 free one-on-one sessions if you wanted to talk a little bit more about it and see whether a strategy would suit you do you think that would work I think that would work a lot better to have that personal connection for me. Yeah. That that's how I operate. Well, that know. that position of being able to pull them off of there, get you as a lead, and then have that like this this face to face talk where we actually get to communicate and yeah. talk to you, and you get to humanize your brand because you um, your brand because you are your brand. Yeah. 
So I think any time people and leads actually get to come and get out of that sales space and actually say, hey, you know, we can help you and this is how, I think is, is a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely. That's how I function. That's how I like it. I don't, I don't like the hard sell. So I, I'm certainly not about to, to go down that road myself, but I think it's, it all makes sense and it, it's all definitely good value as far as, and, and I think it's definitely something people should have in their business, um, particularly in the sales or the product, anything that, you know, if you're so much as online in any capacity, clearly you need something like this in your business. So I think um, this has been pretty helpful for the listeners I hope um, I've, I've learned a little bit because I didn't know about the hunting and farming side of things that was that was all new but it makes sense it's not it's not rocket science and it's um, comprehensible and I can understand it so that's that's pretty good um, excellent so anything else in this topic Adriana that you wanted to touch on that was it yes yeah I'm pretty pretty confident that we covered it i mean it's just an overview we could go into something a bit more specific but it's it definitely has to be right for the business and so it has to be personalized to that person and how they want to sell and how they want to be seen and heard but also the type of business it is you know e-commerce would work a little differently to your service your service would even work differently if you were a high ticket sale rather than something, you know, uh, for a shorter amount of time or a shorter subscription price. Yep. Um, but that personal selling, so that direct personal one-on-one selling, if anything was over about two grand, you need, people aren't just going to give you money like that for nothing. You need that one-on-one session with them. Yeah, definitely. Agree with that. If you would like to know more about BizNation, we can be found at biznation.com.au. And if you're not already a member of our community on Facebook, you can find us at Micro and Small Business Support Group. If you're enjoying the BizNation podcast, I would be so grateful if you left a review as I'd love to mention you and your business in a future episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast, your home for small business help. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find the link on our website, biznation.com.au. Tune into future episodes for more discussions, interviews, and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. <laughs>